Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R. Because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya White. Perfecting church in Detroit, Michigan, where the pastor and founder is loving their one and I God. So we sing a song, and it simply goes one, two, three, four. Hail Jesus, you're my king. Hail Jesus, you're my king. Your life brings me to stand.
break every chain and that's what we're talking about tonight how to date and stay saved we're going to be talking to kim brooks in just a few moments but i'd like to thank everyone who is logging in on chat and calling in on the line this show is going to be rated r once again for being real relevant and refreshing and so tonight is going to be no different we're going to talk about how to date and stay saved so this show is particularly especially for christian men and women um Kim is going to share some tips and some uh, advice from her new book of the same title, How to Date and Stay Safe. So we're in for a treat. Um, Before we get started, I want to invite everyone to visit TanyaWhite.com. Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A, white is in the color, dot com. And while you're there, sign up for our monthly newsletter, Tanya's Tips. It gives you tips for today to transform your tomorrow. And also, we have four fantastic books. On uh, in our online store for you, my brand new book that officially comes out this Monday, March 1st, called Girl, You Can Win, The Ten Highly Essential Habits of a Winning Woman, uh, is available. Uh, the 99 Males Who Make Your Life a Living Hell, Relationship Reruns, and How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, all on our online store at TanyaWhite.com. Also, if you love the Real Talk with Tanya White show and you would like to become a sponsor, please shoot us an email. Uh, and we can send you more information about that uh, sponsorship. We will promote you. Uh, it allows us to promote 
uh, send listener gifts and do a whole a lot of great things here on the show. Your sponsorship dollars will go to great use. So if you have extra money in your marketing budget, we would love to partner with you and uh, help you become a sponsor of The Real Talk with Tanya White Show. Also, another announcement, March 1st kicks off Women's History Month as well as my brand-new book, Girl, You Can Win. So next week, Monday through Thursday, Real Talk with Tanya White is having a special Girl, You Can Win week. And so we're having special guests Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. Our guests include uh, R&B songstress Layla Hathaway. She is the daughter of the late Donnie Hathaway. Uh, we have an interview with Michelle McKinney-Hammond, uh, British Hill, Charvette Mitchell of the Charvette Mitchell Show, and Allison Bird. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful week, and we'll also be reading uh, some excerpts from the book, Girl, You Can Win, and just talking to some great, great winning women all next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week, starting at 7 p.m. So tune in next week for a special Girl, You Can Win a Week. Um, Again, visit TanyaWhite.com. We would love to have you. We're going to get prepared to talk to Miss Kimberly Brooks. But before we get started, we're going to do a Are You Serious moment. Uh, this week, it has been some crazy stuff going on. So let's do Are You Serious. Are You Serious? Are You Serious? I know today was the Health Care Summit, and all I'm going to say is uh, Democrats, Republicans, we all just need to find some healthy medium uh, going back and forth and back and forth. We need to open up our ears uh, and listen to one another, in my opinion, and really get to uh, closure to pass, uh, do some re- real reform on health care, in my opinion. I, I still think it's a lot of one-sidedness on both parties' part. Um, and so I was looking at snippets today uh, a lot of tension in the room, in in my opinion, but that was my Are You Serious moment. A lot of things are going on, uh, a lot of roadblocks uh, that should have been passed, in my opinion. So let's get to the real deal and pass some reform so we can move on to education, stimulating the economy and really getting some things done um, in this term because we have been in uh, some crazy days uh, during the Bush administration. So we really need change. We really need some things to happen, and we need them to happen now. So that is my Are You Serious moment. Uh, Democrats and Republicans, uh, come on, let's really, really come together. I, I don't think we've really come in together yet, uh, in my opinion. Uh, find find common ground, because we really need health care reform. We need to move on to education, and we need to move on to the economy so people can, you know, start living better, getting some jobs, uh, feeling better uh, healthcare-wise, and getting what they really need to get. So that's my little spill. Are you serious moment with my niece, Emery? And let's close it out. Are you serious? Are you serious? Democrats and Republicans, let's get it together. All right. I'm excited for tonight to talk about how to date and stay saved. Miss Kim Brooks is a best-selling author, and I see her on the line. And so we're going to bring her on in just a few moments. Um if you are a fan of Kim Brooks, you know she is also the author. Uh, he's fine, but is he saved? Kim is driven, anointed, refreshing, passionate about purpose. These are just a few words to describe minister, workshop presenter, songwriter, and award-winning author Kim Brooks. 
She is a Detroit native and is an honors graduate of Word of Faith Bible Training Center, a licensed minister. Uh, Upon graduating Bible school, she pursued her calling and self-published her first novel, He's Fine, But Is He Saved? So we're going to bring on Miss Kim Brooks to talk about how we can truly date and stay saved. So welcome her to the Real Talk with Tanya White show. Miss Kim Brooks, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Tanya White? I am fine still getting over a cold, tired of oh, the snow. Yeah, we got snow. some here too. We yeah, got a little dust last night. I was like, come on, let's mm-hmm. get on spring. <laughs> yes, yes. I understand here in Michigan. I truly understand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get it, y'all get it back. But welcome to the Real Talk with oh. Your White Show. I am so glad to have you and to talk about this hot book, How to Date and Stay Saved. Now, before we get started, I want you to mm-hmm. describe yourself in your own words. In my own words, mm-hmm. well, um, I love God, and I just um, want to use all he has given me for his glory. Um, I had a passion for writing ever since I was about eight years old, you know, while everybody was playing outside and running around. I was mm-hmm. in, inside on the dining room table writing and drawing and and so once I received the Lord as my Savior, because I tell people I wasn't raised in a church. You know, some people, oh, I was born and my mama had me. Well, I have a, a different story. Mine is that I received the Lord at around age 19 through friends. Mm-hmm. So God strategically placed people in my life to bring me to church, to even walk me down the altar, and even grow me in the Lord. So that's why mm-hmm. all my books really stress. Uh, relationships with other people and the importance of, um, you know, I like that Hezekiah Walker song. I had, I was blessed to be able to talk to him doing the Gospel Heritage Foundation and that song, I Need You to Survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need each other to survive. So that's that's me in a nutshell. Um, and the funny thing is I've always had, growing up in elementary school, I've always had a passion for writing about uh, boys, <laughs> okay. about relationships. I used to read those Sweet Valley High <laughs> books. Yeah. <laughs> My aunt was a head librarian, so she would give me books every year. And she does to this day, and she's in her 80s, so she is truly a blessing because she's actually sowed seed into what I was called to do, which is to, to write and to minister um, the Word of God. So that, that's it in a nutshell. Um, God is birth. I call these my babies <laughs> until I get married and have babies. My books are my babies. Um, mm-hmm. I have, this is the fourth one is How to Date and Stay Saved. How to date and stay. And that's amazing that you said you, uh, you were 19 years old um, mm-hmm. before you see the Lord, which is a very, very pivotal age. And sometimes we can be very mm-hmm. headstrong during those yeah. years. <laughs> uh, so that is amazing. Now, how to date and stay safe. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, let, what inspired you to write this one? This one is actually a response book. Um, okay. The Lord blessed me with the, the success of my first one, He's Fine, But As He Saved. So the, for the past five years, mm-hmm. I've been ministering across the country to different singles at conferences. And a lot of them, they honestly ask me, you know, how is it possible to live saved? A lot of them don't know how to glorify God in their relationships. So, um, I mean, people email and be like, okay, how do I live safe when my hormones are raging? Like, mm-hmm. you know, how do I handle it? And so this book is a response to, to, to that person and the different people that, that are single that have said that because God has actually kept me 
um, 32 years, I'm saving myself for my husband, mm-hmm. and it's truly a blessing because it's not like, like I said, I wasn't raised in a church, and my parents didn't even talk to me about sex at all. Mm-hmm. So it's truly by the grace of God, and even now, you know, once you hit 30 or something about women where that, you know, the urges kick in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but God has been faithful, and I have been able to have relationships where it wasn't about sex. And so I talk about in the book my own experiences, and, of course, I use the word of God, which is the keeping power yeah. <laughs> to him who is able, like yeah. Jude 24. And basically, as I mentioned, um, the book is a response to people with that burning question. This this book is very practical. It gives the answers. It talks about how a relationship should look, what should take place, because I, I don't know of many books that address it like like this one. And then the last chapter features 12 married couples that mm-hmm. were abstinent while dating each other and did not have sex until after I do. And these couples dated one, two, three years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get to that in a minute because I've mm-hmm. held singles for almost 10 years. Yeah. Here. And, and you're right. That's, you know, we get the word, we mm-hmm. read the word, and some of us even teach the word. Yeah. Sometimes that is a struggle. Now, First, mm-hmm. before we get into explain what you mean, how to stay saved, because I want everybody mm-hmm. to know, and I should have read my disclosure, that this is for Christ, This show is strictly for Christian men and women. So okay. anything that is said tonight, if it stings, if it convicts you, that is God. So mm-hmm. please be open-minded and hear what God is speaking to you. Okay, Amen. so what do you mean by uh, date and stay saved. Will you be? Oh, okay. I'm glad you mentioned that because what I okay the the inspiration for the title is actually from Canton Jones' song. I'ma stay mm-hmm. saved. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of Christians probably know that song. And I actually talked to him about my book and told him that he inspired the title because it's not saying that if you have sex outside of marriage that you are no longer saved. Right. Because we know that God is a God of grace, and you can ask for forgiveness, and he can forgive you and give you a new slate. Mm-hmm. But what this book is trying to encourage is trying to encourage you from falling in that manner. Of course, God's grace is sufficient, but what this book does, it gives you steps of how to, um, uh, let's say, lessen those urges. I have a chapter called Five Ways to Tame the Beast Known mm-hmm. as the Flesh. Yeah. So that's what I mean when I say stay saved. It's basically for this book is talking about how to remain abstinent with your significant other until marriage. Wow. Now, getting to that, why should Christians really strive to stay saved? If, you know, God's going to forgive us uh, if mm-hmm. we fall, why should we strive to stay saved? Because I am there, so there are a lot of people who say, you know, mm-hmm. God's going to forgive me, you know. Yeah. It's one little yeah. sin. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so why should we truly strive to date and stay safe? I'm so glad you asked that question, Tanya, because um, a lot of people look at sex or having sex as a single before marriage. They look at it like, well, you know, God will forgive me so he'll understand and, you know, I'm going to just, they, they premeditate and they're like, okay, we're going we gonna to hook up tonight, but then the Lord will forgive. Yeah, you know we you don't know, premeditate. They, they pre-plan, no. you know. <laughs> I, I call it um, <laughs> put like sin on the credit card, you know, sin yeah. now, repent later. But the thing that people must realize is actually um, two things I want to point out. Number one, when it when you talk about your body, your body, your body being the place where God lives, the Bible, even though it doesn't say that 
sex is a worse sin than the other, what it does do, it actually makes a distinction with uh, fornication versus other sins. In First mm-hmm. Corinthians six, eighteen, it talks about when you allow, when you have sex outside of marriage, sex is the only sin where the body is involved, where you're defiling your own body, where the the, the place where God lives. And so that's where the scripture kind of talks about all the other sins are without the body. And the word talks about God, he no longer lived in the temples. You know, in the Old Testament, you had to go to the priest, mm-hmm. and then the priest would go to God. And so, but in the New Testament, under the dispensation of Jesus, where we are now, Jesus, once he went up to heaven, he sent us the comforter in the form of a Holy Ghost to live in us. Mm-hmm. So the temple is now our bodies. It's not just the church down the street. <laughs> you know, the temple is our bodies. So when we allow someone to come inside of us that's not our spouse as God intended, then we're defiling the very place where God lives. And so he makes that distinction. And the other second thing I want to mention is because a lot of people look at it like, oh, it's just about the act. God will forgive mm-hmm. the act. And you're right. God sent Jesus to shed blood for the act so you can be forgiven. But what I talk about in the book is it's not just about the act. It's about your destiny. It's mm-hmm. about the plans that God has for your life and the path that he has for your life. A lot of times people don't realize, I talked to a, one of the married couples I interviewed, mm-hmm. and I talked to them, and, and the man said that he was in sexual sin before he met his wife. And he said he noticed that once he was involved in that, mm-hmm. that his finances were messed up, yes. that his life was messed up. So he yes. said, you know what, I need to stop this because I want to get it right with God, and I want the blessing of God to be on my life. Because when you're not operating the blessing of God, Deuteronomy talks about the curses. Mm-hmm. So if the marriage bed is blessed, two people having sex under marriage, if that's blessed, then two people that are not saved having sex is cursed. So it doesn't mm-hmm. just affect, you know, like people say, oh, you know, God to forgive. It's so much more than that. It's so mm-hmm. much more than that. Girl, you are teaching. I'm I'm sitting here trying to hold my peace. <laughs> Praise the teaching. Lord. If you're Praise just tuning in to A Real Talk with Tanya White, we're talking to Arthur Kim Brooks. And she's talking from her book, How to Date and Stay Saved. If you have a question or a comment, please call 347-215-6446. Now, Kim, let me go back. I'm trying to, I'm going to get off my script for a little bit. But where did you develop this passion to not only teach Mm -hmm. abstinence and teach Christian singles, but really, because you're you're teaching right now, giving that word, where did you get that passion from? I'm going to combine the word because some people, you know, I'm not going to give them too much word. I'm just going to give them charisma. Uh, but mm. it sounds like you're you're really word focused. Where did you develop yeah. that passion and that, you know, that uh, you know, just that passion to do that? Well, I guess two places. Number one, I'm I'm uh, belong to a word church. Okay, <laughs> and I've been a member for fourteen up. years. Uh, Bishop Keith A. Butler, and he is word word word. Okay. And then the second thing is it's actually part of my calling. I have an evangelistic calling. Okay. I just I just haven't really said that, but that that's my passion. And you'll always hear me preach Jesus. I'll I'll talk about the blood. Mm-hmm. And it's just from that that passion of wanting people to really understand what his sacrifice meant for us. You mm-hmm. know, he wants the best for us, and I really just have a passion and desire to see other people have that in their lives because I feel like um, 
he God is good in that he put me in a place to to learn the word to receive the word mm-hmm. um I served in my church faithfully for like seven years I would go to morning prayer every day like 6 Mm -hmm. a.m. just because I was hungry for God I didn't know that he was positioning me for today I was just chasing after God and so what I would like to do is just let people know let women know let men of God know that you can have a life as a single drama free you can have healthy relationships that 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 man can love you look that man can love you and put a ring on it and marry you and you hadn't laid with that man, <laughs> you hadn't shown him what you can do, it is possible. And I want people to know this because I see it a lot in my church. I have a, There are a lot of couples that that's their testimony. But what mm-hmm. I found in ministering is that people, they don't have that testimony. They don't see that testimony. They don't even believe that it can happen. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where this book came from to show people that, number one, it can be done. And number two, that it can be true for them, that it can be their testimony with their spouse. And it should be done as Christians because mm-hmm. we set the example, and this is a yes. whole other subject, if people do not see the, the word of God activated in our lives as Christians, mm-hmm. then they're yes. not going to be drawn to it. They will come to your church. They will yes. shout and sing. But if they don't see the word of God being activated mm-hmm. and lived in your yes. life, and that means abstaining from sex, before you get Amen. married, doing a Amen. whole lot of other things, then they're not going to, you know, connect truly with God's people. Right. And that's, and that's you know, we, we should be the shining examples. Now that leads Amen. me to another question. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about Christian men and women, um, you know, not having that testimony that you can, mm-hmm. I love what you said, drama-free. Because some people yes. are addicted to drama. They think that mm-hmm. they're not in a relationship yeah, unless you, there is drama. Yes, you wrote about it. it in your book. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. No, you have to You have to be drama-free. Yes. How Do you really believe that most Christian men and women truly, truly want to date and stay saved and, and live that holy life? Do you, do you really believe that they want to? They have a desire to? I would like to. Um, but unfortunately, the statistics show that um, some of the most devout people are also some of the most uh, sexually active. And um, to me, that that shouldn't be so. Um, that's why I believe this book is a response to a need, because I, I, I believe people have a heart for God and they love mm-hmm. God. I don't think they set up to just say, okay, I'm about to just, get in this relationship and we about to just have sex and he loved God and, and I love God. I think with women, I think some of them feel like it's necessary to keep mm-hmm. a man. I talked to uh, one of the couples before she got saved. She said she thought she had to have sex to keep a man. Mm-hmm. And I think some women think that. Um, I've read different books where women had sex for that reason or they don't because they don't know their own worth or the, that they don't know that that they're worth waiting for, you mm-hmm. know. I have to show him that if he marries me, this is what he's going to get. But it's like, mm-hmm. okay, what is he marrying you for? You know, okay. he's not just marrying you for that. And so, and that, and a lot of the married people I talk to, they tell me that sex, that part is not a big part. It's a part. It's it's a exactly part. what I was going to say. Right, right. It's After a part. It's important. married, it stops most of the time, and that's the biggest complaint. Oh. Now, that's that crazy. Now, look, I don't understand that because I know exactly. when I get married, I got some uh, time to make up for. So I don't I don't understand the whole that concept. 
<laughs> yeah, that, but that is the 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 thing that uh, a lot of men email and seek advice from. What? Uh, oh that, Lord Jesus! When they've dated a Christian woman, and you know, mm. and they say that you know they you know they had sex before they got married, but when they got married, mm. it 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 dwindled, and so I'm that's still a mystery to me. But you um, know what? It could be because if you had sex as a Christian, single, and y'all a couple, and then after you get married, you have nothing to look forward to. Mm. I mean, if you're dating and you're already doing it, I mean, you're already having sex, mm-hmm. then, then, and then, then, like they say, I already got, I had what they say, the mom, the milk and the cow with the mama's mm-hmm. name. <laughs> I mean, it's like nothing to look forward to. You done tried every position before right. you got married. So, I mean, why not? Why not enjoy sex? after marriage and enjoy exploring each other after marriage, why not have a relationship where you focus on really getting to know the person and getting to know their character and their little quirky ways and their, mm-hmm. you know, getting to know them to a point where you see if you want to marry this person. Because I talk about in the book how when you invite sex into the equation of a relationship, I don't care if you save or unsaved, it could cloud your decision because you could go based on their performance mm-hmm. instead of based on the person themselves. Yeah. Um, because some couples, it's like if you take sex out of the relationship, then mm-hmm. what's left? Yeah. They'll be looking at each other, not knowing what to say, can't not hold conversation. <laughs> I mean, going not to the movies, with each other. Right, not connecting. And that's, um, I talk about uh, in the book, five ways to true intimacy without mm-hmm. sex. Because wow. there was... Um, there was a young lady at a singles conference, and she got up and asked a question, and she said, um, I, she was saying, how can you be in a relationship without sex in the equation? She was like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And some people kind of laughed, but, I mean, when I heard it, I was I was feeling for it because, to me, that was an honest question. Right. Um, so some of the things I talk about is basically things like uh, spending quality time with each other, um, intimacy, when I say intimacy, I'm, I think of the word into mm-hmm. me see. Mm-hmm. So you, you want to get to know that person, their their hopes, their dreams, desires, and goals. And you want to know your purpose, number one. Mm-hmm. And then see if you can fit into that other person's life. So when I'm talking about dating in the book, it's about purposeful dating um, mm-hmm. for the purpose of marriage if that person um, after gathering information, you know, you, you hit the it's key. not like boring. It's not willy nilly dating. <laughs> it's not. That's, what, boring, that's what a lot of us willy nilly date, Kim. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. very important for the purpose of marriage. And I think a lot of men and women do not know, uh, the Christian men and women, that we we are dating and that's going through the courtship for the purpose of marriage. I think we yeah. we just clouded. Let me, let me have a woman in my life. Let me have a man in my life. Somebody mm-hmm. to go this place with, that place with. Somebody to take to the reunion. Somebody, you know, mm-hmm. especially. And I wanted to address. I wanted you to address this. Do you think women, after a certain age, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just going to rush the thing. I'm going to be Sarah and manipulate the situation. Mm. You mean like if they hit us? Like let's say I talk to a lot of women. You know, once you hit thirty, yeah. And if you're not married. Yeah. It's like, oh, Lord, it's like, what is really going on? Yeah. <laughs> Something kicks in at that 30 mark, you know, because they talk about the biological clock. And I'm glad you asked that question because I have a whole section in the book that talks about 
the importance of investing time in a relationship and not being a rush because you feel like you wanted to be married by 28 and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, you thought you would have. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, a lot of times we want to go by our own timetable instead of God's timetable for our lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just receive the Lord at age 35, I mean, you may have to develop your relationship with God first before mm-hmm. you invite someone else in. You you have to come to know who you are in Christ and know your value and your self-worth and get healed from the past and different things like that and then, you know, get into a relationship. So it may – everybody's different, and that's one mm-hmm. thing. A lot of people, we like to compare ourselves. Mm-hmm. We look at someone at different ages. Oh, she's married and he's married. What about me, Lord? But we have to realize we all have our own path right. that God sets us on even for our mates to be presented to us. And I talk about that, too, as far as uh, our men, men being presented to the women and the women not chasing the men. Mm. <laughs> okay, so on that note, we're going to take a, a break because I want you okay. to come back and talk about that. Before we oh, take Lord. a break, tell us where we can go get this book, How to Date and Stay Saved. Okay. Well, I'm doing a special pre-order offer now. It's the cheapest ever, and it's on my website, Date and staysaved.com, date and staysaved.com. And I throw in a lot of free stuff with it, and it's only $9.95 on the website because the book won't be in the stores until later next month. Okay. However, you can pre-order now, and you can get it sooner, a lot sooner, if you pre-order through the website, and it will be autographed. All right. Go to How to Date and Stay Saved. If you just joined World Talk with Tanya White, we're talking to Kim Brooks having some great real conversation uh, for Christian men and women who want to really know how to date and stay safe. We're going to take a brief song break, and then we're going to come back and talk about uh, some more hot topics on this issue. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to take notes, Kim. Uh, oh, stop it, Tanya. <laughs> for real, for real. Well, we're going to come back. We're going to listen to Kelly Price, and then we'll come back in, in a few moments.
You gotta love Kelly Price. If you just join Real Talk with Tony White, we're talking to Miss Kim Brooks, author of the book How to Date and Stay Safe. If you have a question or a comment, please call 347 215 Kim, you are just a joy uh, talking about this good stuff for Christian yes. men and women. Now, let me ask you something. What are some temptations that uh, Christian men and women have to avoid uh, so they don't? you know, fall into sexual mm-hmm. uh, activity? That's a good question. I talk about um, dating in public. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, dang- <laughs> like, I talk about the dangers of dating at home. <laughs> you know, or dating yeah. late. I have a section late in the midnight hour. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when it gets late, people's flesh tend- has a tendency to, to kind of, you get in chill mode, mm-hmm. you know. And that's when... Um, you get real lax. Mm-hmm. And I have a saying. My saying is nothing. You know how they say, oh, it just happened. You know, you watch the movies. Well, we just we had sex and it just happened. But my mm-hmm. thing is nothing 
just happens. Mm-hmm. So what you want to do is you want to do one of the couples. Oh, I love the couples I interviewed for this book. Mm-hmm. He said he put in fail-safe for his relationship. He mm-hmm. said he wrote down what he wrestled with in the flesh. Mm-hmm. And one of the brothers I interviewed, he said he knew he loved feet. So mm-hmm. he told his the girl he was dating, he said, don't wear those open-toed sandals in the summertime. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you want to do things like uh, date to encourage dialogue. Yeah. Um, instead of just being laid up underneath somebody, having the, you know, watching the TV and the TV ends up watching y'all. Oh, girl, um, say that again. <laughs> say that again. Because, because I don't care if you've been saved five minutes or 55 years. We all have the flesh to deal with every single day. And truth be told, if you got two saved people that are Christians, that love God, and are attracted to each other, that actually creates another chemistry. Yes, it does. So that's like an extra chemistry. You already thinking it's attractive. Yes, it's very attractive. And the devil can use that Mm -hmm. as far as if you're late. You know, I, I talk about setting curfews for each other in the book. Because if it gets so late and then you attract to this person, next thing you know, you know, you don't want to give an opportunity for that. The Word of God talks about give no place to the devil. Mm-hmm. You don't want him to have any room to to have mistakes happen in the form of you waking up and you like, oh, God. Because even though we know that God's grace is sufficient, that once we ask for forgiveness, he will forgive. But mm-hmm. a lot of people really feel bad you know, mm-hmm. after they had sex, after marriage. And I even talk about um, in the book how you want to feel bad if you mm-hmm. do it because it shows that you have a God consciousness, exactly. that you realize what just went down wasn't what God wanted for you. It's when you get to the point where you're just having sex and you're just mm-hmm. having sex and you're going to church on Sunday and you're just going having sex. Then you mm-hmm. don't even care. That's when you have, I talk about uh, ego. A friend of mine, an author, he says ego means edging God out. Yes. Because you're more led by the flesh instead of the spirit. My testimony is that, you know, like I said, I wasn't raised in a church. Mm-hmm. I used to club <laughs> every mm-hmm. week. You know, I look over at a guy, he look at me, and we, we exchange numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, But the thing is, as I started going to church more and getting fed the word more, serving in auxiliaries and getting involved, yes. the word says commit thy works unto the Lord and your thoughts to be established. So what that was actually doing, doing those things was actually causing my spirit man to be fed and causing my flesh to get weaker. So it came to a point where I didn't just stop clubbing. I remember Mm -hmm. I walked in the college party, and I looked around, and I said to myself, you know, I looked at the people dancing, I heard the music, and this is the same music I was just dancing to a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I just said to myself, you know what, I don't belong here anymore. Right. And that's because that word just got, you know, um, it, it got stronger than the flesh. So you want to stay in the spirit, and I talk about that in the book. So you want to do things that encourage each other to grow in the Lord. I mean, some of the couples I interviewed, they studied the word together. They mm-hmm. served together. Um, you want to just involve the other person in your world, in your life, and encourage each other and not focus on, you know, the flesh. And you yeah. want to become friends. <laughs> friends, and you keep hitting on you, you. You keep talking about things that we do not do uh, primarily when it comes to dating. Dating with a purpose, 
mm-hmm. having dating dialogue, <laughs> Amen. and yes. become friends. Yes. Those are mm-hmm. it's very important. You're not dating to have a wedding. You are dating on purpose, and yes. that's for you to fulfill uh, his purpose and you to fulfill mm-hmm. her purpose. And we've got to understand that. Now, I want to talk to you before I bring a caller on. I want to talk okay. about. I'm gonna try to wrap this up in one question. Okay. Uh, I know you've heard this before. Romans three twenty three. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we use that to uh, uh, justify our intentional uh, mm. sin, especially when it comes to our godly sex. Now, what mm-hmm. would you just say to a couple who is using that scripture and also taking a step further to get married to fix their sexual sin? Mm, and that's good because I have a section that talks about the danger of marrying just for sex. Mm-hmm. The people use that scripture, and they use the scripture is better to marry than to burn. Burn, yep. But what that scripture is saying that people don't realize is Paul is actually, and he's talking about the importance of not sinning. Mm-hmm. He's saying it's better to not sin than to sin. He's not saying go out and get married. He's mm-hmm. saying please God. Mm-hmm. So you don't want a lot of times people they want to find verses to justify. Mm-hmm. their behavior, instead of finding scriptures to help them along, to, mm-hmm. to cause them not to, to slip. Um, one of the couples I interviewed, he used uh, Numbers 30, verse 2, and he said that that was their foundational scripture for their relationship, and it talks about, I vow a vow unto the Lord, mm-hmm. and so that they won't slip. So instead of looking for excuse verses, you know, we want to mm-hmm. look for scripture that's going to keep us Yes. You know, because there are scriptures that can keep us from falling. So, yes. and then God judges our heart. You know, he knows, that's the thing with God. He knows our heart motives. He knows if we just like, well, you know, God understand, and I'm a man, and I got all this testosterone. I mean, he knows mm-hmm. if we're just saying that or if we're saying, you know what, Lord, I love you, I worship you, and I want to be able to remain abstinent. I need you to show me how to do it. Mm-hmm. And so this book is actually for people that have that heart. Yes. It's not for people that, you I mean, you have to be open to receive it. If you're not, then you're just going to be like, ah, oh, whatever, I'm saved, whether or not she, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why, uh, I mean, that disclosure, this is a want. You have to desire to want to mm-hmm. date and stay saved. Now, if you don't want to, that's cool. But mm-hmm. this show and this topic, this book, is for people who want to date truly on a date and stay safe. Now, we have a caller from Arkansas. Uh, we're going to bring yeah. them on, uh, 501. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Hello? Area code 501. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hey, this time, this is Laura Hammer. This is Cliff. What's going on, Tanya? Long time out here. Hi. Who is this? Hey, Cliff. <laughs> We're, we are friends, best believe. Okay. <laughs> Um, question or comment? I have both. Okay. How are you doing, Miss Brooks? I'm good. How are you, Brother Cliff? I'm good. Went to your website. First of all, let me give proper props to you. You are a very beautiful lady from the inside out. Praise God. Thank in. you. Okay. Uh, secondly, um, I am a minister of the Word. I have been for three and a half years. And even those who have been called to preach His Word fall short. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep mm-hmm. it real. I mm-hmm. never know. I, I never was to be claiming that I was perfect. If I mm-hmm. when I mess up, I fess up. Mm-hmm. Amen. Ooh, that sounds like a preaching term. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
write that down. When I mess up, I mess up. But um, mm-hmm. like I had them both sides of the fence. Y'all can use that too. Okay. I had them both sides of the fence, and it's not easy. I mean, it's downright not hard to stay saved and try to live with the God like the God has given me. Here I am trying to teach and preach His word, and here I am messing up on purpose. That ain't cool. Mm-hmm. So what I have done in my own life is say, you know what, God, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. He has literally set me down, removed some folks who were hindering my walk out of my life. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, people say, well, y'all must have gotten to it. No, it was just God saying, I'm removing you from from her, you from him, or vice versa, mm-hmm. because he's trying to work on us. And once mm-hmm. he does that, if the person that he removed us from, if God wants him to come back in our lives, so be it. But if not, so be it too. I see too many people today trying to rush back to get back. Well, you know what? Uh, I got this all together. Can we hook up again? Mm. I'm like, okay, you didn't got burned one time. You ain't that strong. Mm. <laughs> and this person has not changed. You will get burned again. Look at David. Right. Mm-hmm. And David was a man for God's own heart. Fifty years old. Snow on the rooftop, but he was still still had a fire inside his book. So you said uh, that when you had to remove some people from your life, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, did you have to do something on the inside? Well, I, I got into his word. Okay. I prayed, fasted, and I asked God, God, have your way. Because okay. I didn't know what to do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling. Oh, you are. Right. My question. Okay. You, you got a question, too? Yeah, I, I had a comment and question. That was my okay. comment. But how can I put this? I have been told this before a number of times, and I believe it. I've been told, when you get your own church, mm-hmm. not it, but when you get your own church, I've heard that so many times in the past year, I believe God for it. I'm thinking I'm in advance for it. Mm-hmm. But I'm still single. I don't want to be a, passive, a single pastor of a, of a church. That's mm-hmm. going to be hell. I got a friend now, before he got married, when he got first called to his church, he was single for two and a half years. I mean, he was dating dating his wife at the time, mm-hmm. but his flock, the females, kept coming at him like, you still single. You ain't got to be with that girl. Mm-hmm. Hook up with me. And he just said, man, look, I'm tired. I'm, like, I'm ready to get married. Mm-hmm. So he married a lady that had three beautiful kids, doing well to this day. Mm-hmm. So what's your question? What. What's your question? The question is this. How do those who are still single deal with that? Deal if with they have their own church. Well, okay. uh, I I believe that whether single or married, you're you're gonna still have advances from uh, mm-hmm. people who just don't care, um, and it's up to you how do you respond to it, because I know uh, some married colleagues they get hit on more than my single friends, uh, and it's just it's just that way sometimes, but it's how you respond to it, uh, and how you set those boundaries, and how you tell the person who is uh, you know hitting on you what you really want from from the single mindset. That's my feeling. What do you think, Kim? Um, I, I agree. I think it's whatever God has caused you to do. Um, there's, I mean, it's not for you to say, well, I'm single, so I don't want to be a pastor until I get married. It's for God to say, you know, whether or not he calls you and what he wants you to do. And if you are single and he calls you to that, then he's going to equip you with the power and the ability to maintain and to, like you said, Tanya, 
um, determine how you respond to, to that because I do believe it is a challenge. I have some friends that are uh, male ministers, you know, they want to be married, and it can be challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I want to mention, you said early in the call, Brother Cliff, about, you know, you're like, it's hard to, you know. I just want to encourage people to just kind of really change your confession in, in regards to being single and staying saved because I think a lot of times if we, you know, it, it, it's not easy, but it's not hard. It's mm-hmm. possible. Okay. And God tells you, if He, if God says in Jude 24, unto him that is able to keep you from falling, then that means that there is a place in God that you can be kept. He wouldn't mm-hmm. give okay. us an expectation without the power. We just have to tap into the power through his word and through different means. So um, as far as that goes, I, I agree with you, Tanya, as far as the um, you determine how you respond. I mean, because the enemy is after your assignment. Mm-hmm. The enemy is after your calling. So he may send vixens and women, you know, like Tanya said, whether you're uh, in the ministry or not. But I do believe that um, a lot of times men of the cloth, they do get more advances because a lot of times women are attracted to power, mm-hmm. you know, and different things like that. But it's possible. I know male pastors that are single. So it's possible to do that. You just have to draw your strength from the Lord and know that that's really your calling. You know, like they say, know that God called you and not you calling yourself. Because if you call yourself, oh, Lord, then that's, that's you know, my pastor has a saying. He, he says the safest place to be is in the perfect will of God. That's it. I hope that helps, and thank you for calling. Oh, you did. Thank you all both for that. Appreciate all right, you it. have thank a you. wonderful weekend. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Great, great, Kim, great. Now, we're down to, yeah. we have about three more minutes. and I, I Oh, wow, it. that time flew. I know it. <laughs> oh, my We're going to have to do this again. Praise God. Talk, uh, you said you have a section uh, mm-hmm. of testimonies from married couples who dated yeah. and stayed saved. Give three uh, nuggets of wisdom that you gleaned mm-hmm. from those interviews and their testimonies that will encourage wow. Uh, singles and those who have fallen into sin and trying to get back up and, you know, mm-hmm. get back into God's will. Amen. I'm I'm just so blessed because with these testimonies that I have, not only did they share how they dated and stay saved, they also give uh, advice, like you said, to singles mm-hmm. that are believing God for a mate, and they also give advice to Christian couples that are dating. So I'm literally thumbing through the pages because I have this great quote that I'm thinking about. And let's see, I'm going to find it, I know. (laughs) Because um, this one particular testimony, she was saying that in the past, before she dated her husband, Mm -hmm. she experienced a lot of pain in her relationship. Mm -hmm. And from what I can remember, because I'm 12 couples, (laughs) I didn't even, I thought I was going to have five or six, but I ended up with 12. And that's phenomenal in it. God is good. (laughs) But I can remember what she said. She basically said, Lord, I've been through so much hurt in the past. I'm willing Mm -hmm. to wait forever for the right one. Mm -hmm. And that's what she did. She waited on God. He presented her spouse, her Boaz, to her. And he was a gentleman. A lot of them talk about how they were um, friends with each other first. And a lot of them, interestingly enough, had uh, written things written. <laughs> like one couple had, they called it a constitution of mm-hmm. sorts of what they wanted their relationship to look like, what they could do. Like they had rules. You know, mm-hmm. he could never be in 
they could never be in each other's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Or one couple, they said, you can never come in my apartment alone. And a lot of them had accountability partners. Mm-hmm. They had people that they were accountable to, whether it was another married couple, whether it was a pastor. Um, they had people on the outside looking at them and making sure that they stay safe. One lady, um, she got married at about 34, and she said she had been abstinent for 10 years. So she had a, a woman of God that she told her, she said, you know, this this is challenging for me. So she had mm-hmm. this woman as her accountability partner keeping her. And um, let's see here. And then this one quote I have from the young lady, it says, she advises single women, continue to live your life in expectation of getting a mate, but don't let that expectation drive your life. In other words, enjoy your singleness, enjoy your life as it is now, and let that man come and add to what you have already have going on. Mm. Let yourself be an asset and not so much a liability. As you're walking out your purpose, he's just going, God's just going to bring this person along because it's part of walking out God's divine destiny for your life. Uh, Kim, read that again. Stop that and, and not the liability because mm-hmm. look, we we we're gonna add some extra time to this. We get into a lot of missionary dating. Oh uh, I'm yes, going to help bruh get along. Yeah, I'm gonna date him so he can help me get out this financial situation. Mm-hmm. Can yep. you read that again? We have some extra time on tonight. But can you read that okay. one? And, and read it slow. We, we're not okay. time anymore. Okay, amen. <laughs> you want me to read the whole section or? Just read what you just uh, read okay. about. Yeah. Okay. It says, um, this is one of the married ladies. She advises single women, continue to live your life in expectation of getting a mate, but don't let that expectation drive your life. In other words, enjoy your singleness, enjoy your life as it is now, and let that man come and add to what you already have going on. Let yourself be an asset and not so much a liability. As you're walking out your purpose, God's going to bring this person along because it's part of walking out God's divine destiny for your life. So, you know, in other words, Enjoy your time now. And a lot of the married couples, they say that. Have fun now. You know, become the woman of God or the man of God that God predestined you to be. Don't wait on somebody before you, oh, I'm not. I talked to people, Tanya, that told me that they're not going to do their purpose until they get married. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's really going on? Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard people, I'm not going to travel until I get married. I'm not going to do something. But that, 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 that. Let the person add value and be an asset. That is very mm-hmm. good. If you're not a Christian, Beyonce let, said let them upgrade you. Let me just put it like yes. that. The person has to upgrade you, and you have to upgrade that person. Yes. Uh, because you can do bad by yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of us want we want somebody to rescue us, or we want yes. to rescue people. And when you base a relationship off of that, you're destined mm-hmm. for drama. You're destined yes. to, uh, oh, you know, Lord. be in control. If you're a woman rescuing a man, helping mm-hmm. her out of a bad situation, you're going, you're going to be controlling in your marriage. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're you're the one who always needs to be rescued, you're going to be codependent and put up with yes. a lot of junk you don't need to put up with and you don't deserve to put up with. Right. That is so critical. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So critical. 
Give us some other nuggets of wind. That was good. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Let me see what's okay. This is what um kind of what we had mentioned before the break. It says uh, one of the married couples, Lisa encourages single women to know who you are in God mm-hmm. and how he sees you as valuable and precious and truly internalize that. She also encourages women not to chase after or position themselves in a certain man's pathway. And this is her quote. Get out of his face, she says. You do not need to position yourself in front of a man. Like the saying goes, you should be so hidden in God that the man has to seek God in order to find you. You are worth the wait. And her testimony, she was uh, she was a virgin uh, when she got married, and her husband was not a virgin, but he said, you know, he was at a point where he was like, I'm tired of the drama. You know, my next relationship, we're going to be abstinent. And so he told her, he said, you're worth the wait, because she made him wait almost six months before they even started dating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and But he, but if a man, and that's what I talk about in the book, if a man wants you, <laughs> yeah, he will, he will be focused. Men yeah. are hunters by nature. They will, they will learn about you, just like Boaz inquired about Ruth. He exactly. will find about your reputation. So we don't have to, as women, we don't have to go around. Oh, I got to, he comes out this door every Sunday, so I got to put on my best dress and get over here. We don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. And, you know, a lot of uh, the the modern-day dating advice uh, from Secular World says, you know, it's okay for women to make the first move. I've never been with that. I've never uh, agreed with that. I know. Because I go by what Boaz, the, the story uh-huh. of Boaz, and just the nature of men, like you said, they're hunters. Uh-huh. Whatever they really want, yep. they're really going to pursue. And so uh-huh. I know I'm. I finally know now, and don't I don't want anybody here and said I think that I had it all together. But I finally know now uh-huh. that I'm worth the pursuit. I often say, uh, Kim, that I'm a Tiffany's uh-huh. diamond. You know, everybody can see a Tiffany's diamond. Everyone has can look in the window, but everyone can't afford to purchase. Woo wee. And those who can afford to purchase it, we will know the real takers. And so yes, everybody yes, can yes. look, everybody mm-hmm. can see me, but everybody can't afford me. And and you know, mm. a Tiffany's Diamond doesn't say, hey, buy me, buy me. No. Right. They're Tiffany's Diamond. They just sit in their diamond case and be the diamond that they are. So that's what I, I'm doing. I'm doing what God tells, tells me to Amen. do. Amen. And shining yes. like the diamond that God says I am. So. And you know what? That reminds me one of the, and you mentioned Diamond, and then someone else mentioned um, one of the couples I interviewed. She said the Lord told her as she was believing God for her mate, um, she said, he said, uh, rubies don't just jump into men's pockets. Mm-mm. They have to be found. That yeah. diamond, that Tiffany diamond, you have to be able to purchase it. Mm-hmm. And then I was actually talking to a, a girlfriend of mine yesterday, and we were talking about diamonds too and saying how the best jewels, the jeweler keeps the best jewels in the back. Yeah. So just because you're single now, you feel like, oh, I've been single this long, and why haven't I gotten married? Just because you haven't been found yet mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're not valuable or precious. Exactly. doesn't mean you have to lower your standards or settle. It just means that God is right now, He's preserving you for his best. Mm-hmm. You don't have to settle. And we can use this time as singles to prepare for the mate that I, our God has for us and also for the life that God has for us, for mm-hmm. what he wants us to do right now. <laughs> we don't have exactly. to wait. Exactly. 
That is so good. Now tell us, you have been awesome. We are definitely, definitely going to have you back for our summer love the series. Because we need to know. This is fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, because you know when the summer comes, that heat comes, girl, oh, our homeboys oh, yes. get hot. Yes, hot, yes. OT hot. So we're definitely going to mm-hmm. have you back for that series. Amen. Thank you. With some great information for men and women, some one nugget of wisdom, what would you tell them about how to date and stay safe? If you wanted to leave them with one piece of information from your book. Mm. And I do want to mention, um, before that, I want to mention that it, it is for men, too. I do have the yeah. men, the married men, they give nuggets, too. I just didn't read mm-hmm. them, but so just to let the men know. But what I would like to tell men and women, the first chapter of the book, is it's, uh, the chapter is called What's Love Got to Do With It? Uh-huh. And it talks about, you know, that song, Tina Turner, back in 84. Yeah. And basically I talk about love has everything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Everything we do as Christians, should be motivated motivated by the love of God that's in our heart, but it should be motivated motivated more by the love that we have for God. Mm-hmm. Uh, wise minister once said that love should be vertical first before it can ever be horizontal. So the way that we treat that man or woman of God on a date mm-hmm. comes out of our love relationship that we already have for God. Uh, one of the couples they said about their spouses, they said, I loved him enough not to cause him to sin. Mm-hmm. And for her, that that was the way that she showed him love and God love. And mm-hmm. so that's what this whole book is doing. It's talking about how you can please God with your life and also please the person you're dating and cause them to grow in their relationship with God as well. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love. That's what it's about. Kim, where can we visit you Book you for an event, purchase this awesome yes. book. Praise God. I'm actually doing How to Date and Stay Saved workshops. I'm going okay. to be touring those across the country. And all the information is on the website, www.dateandstaysaved.com. And staysaved.com. Mm-hmm. Kim, you have been a joy. Praise God. And Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for agreeing to be on the show. Continue to do what the Lord has called you to do because you are desperately, desperately needed. Praise the world God. is a better place because Aww. of you and your anointed gift. Amen. Praise God. God um, is good. Well, listen, we are going to have you back for our Summer Loving Series, girl. Um, All right. Till then, you continue to sell lots and lots of books. Amen. And continue Thank you to help me. deliver lots and lots of men and women. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. You have a wonderful weekend. We'll follow up with you later. Thanks, Tanya. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you just joined it or if you missed any of this show with Kim Brooks, you're going to have to rewind it in about 30 minutes. I had a great, great show on how to date and stay saved. Visit Kim uh, at com. Now, remember, Monday, March 1st, kicks off Women's uh month and it also is the official release of my fourth book girl you can win the 10 highly essential habits of a winning woman so next week monday tuesday wednesday thursday real talk is coming at you for a girl you can win week we're going to have some magnificent magnificent women on next week we're going to have layla hathaway an interview with michelle mckinney hammond i know you single women out there and the married women out there have got a michelle mckinney hammond book uh, Going to have British Hill, Charvette Mitchell, 
Allison Bird. We're going to be reading from my new book. We're going to have a lot, lot going on. So tune in Monday, 7 o'clock, uh, Tuesday, 7 o'clock, Wednesday, 7 o'clock, and next Thursday at 7 o'clock. Purchase Girl, You Can Win, The 10 Highly Essential Habits of a Winning Woman right now on Amazon.com or visit TanyaWhite.com to get your autographed copy. If you remember nothing else, uh, we as Christian men and women need to set the example. Uh, dating and stay, staying saved should be a desire of our heart. And if we should fall, God is faithful and his grace and mercy will pick us up, turn us around, and place our feet on solid ground. I love you guys. We're going to close out with a song from Kelly Price and uh, Donnie McClurkin, God is Faithful. Tune in Monday for Girl, You Can Win Week. Be there to me, but I could be.